Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first episode of the Heavy Hitters Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your host, T-Man, with the betting expert, Stapes. What's up, ladies and gents? How are we tonight? This has been a, been a long time coming. To give you a little bit of introduction behind the idea of this podcast, I mean, Stapes and I have been two uh, degenerate gamblers for the past good was it four to five years of our life? Yeah, something like that. It's, it's, it's been a long run, and this is uh, this is overdue. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, COVID has brought upon uh, this belief that everyone should get a, a little hobby going. And I and I said, well, fuck it. Let's yeah. get a podcast going. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's crack a beer. Let's sit back, relax, talk about some sports, and, uh, you know, enjoy ourselves on this. Excellent. So let's crack the beer. All right. Get after it here tonight. So what do we got on tap here tonight, Taryn? All right. To kind of give you guys a, a brief introduction of how this is going to work, we're going to cover some games in the upcoming week, specifically soccer. We're going to touch on some NFL football, because obviously that's this time of the year. And then, you know, we're going to do a quick round of covering a few games in the, uh, the NBA. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, soccer's, soccer's going right now. There's a lot of leagues uh, up and running. We're gonna to stick to the main the main leagues like uh, you know the uh, the English Premier League and uh, we'll go into Italy Serie A. Uh, we'll touch in in the Bundesliga in Germany and uh, you know we'll we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of Spain La Liga but nothing crazy right now. Um, I think when Champions League and Europa League and you know those bigger leagues come up, I think we'll uh, we'll touch more on that. But uh, for now, yeah, we'll just stick to the the main big leagues there in Europe and. Uh, like T-Man said, we'll uh, we'll touch on uh, the football, uh, the NFL coming this weekend, the playoffs, the uh, wild card weekend. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, like we're working towards you know um, the weekend slates and whatnot. Dylan is definitely our soccer expert, I would say, on this podcast. I wouldn't say expert, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll give my I'll give my best tips. That's for sure. You've yeah. you've done well. We'll put it. I've that done way. okay. Yeah. Um, I will likely be providing more of the. Uh, the advice in regards to combat sports. So we're talking mixed martial art and boxing specifically. And let me tell you what a week we have coming up next week. We have Calvin Cater taking on Max Holloway in a Saturday night event. That should be a fantastic performance and a good bout. But next week, the following week, we have the return of the great Connor McGregor. Yeah. And what a time to start a podcast. Yeah. I mean, realistically, a lot of good soccer going on right now. We're right into the playoffs for the NFL, and we have the return of likely the face of the sport. Yeah, no, that'll be good. I'm excited for this. Excellent. This will be fun. So where are we starting tonight, Taryn? All right. So let's let's start with Italy. Serie A. Specifically, the Wednesday games. We've got a few here. Let's start with Atalanta versus Parma. Now, Atalanta is coming off a dominant performance of Sassuolo. Well, Parma is coming off a 3-0 loss to Torino. Yeah, so, I mean, we're just going to break down a couple of our favorite games here in Italy uh, for the week, right? We got some, we got a nice Wednesday slate here, but, uh, yeah, we'll break down some of the main ones. And, yeah, we'll start with Atalanta-Parma. This, this is a good game for Atalanta. I think this is where uh, they just came off a 5-1 win against uh, Sassuolo. So, um, I mean, they... They looked like they uh, were going to have a good season again at the start of the year, but then with uh, with Champions League and whatnot uh, over the uh, last few months, it's been uh, 
I think it's been really difficult for the for this for this side. So, uh, uh, but it looks like they're trying to find or starting to find their groove again. So that's nice to see because this this Atalanta side is so dangerous when they're when they're going they're they can score on demand and it's uh, they didn't even have Gomez in the in the last game against the Swallow and they still managed to put up five. So, um, but yeah, what can I say about Parma? Holy fuck, they're fucking terrible. Um, yeah, last three games, 4-0 to Juve. They lost to the bottom side of Crotone, which is just goddamn embarrassing. Uh, 3-0 to Torino. Torino's no uh, no hot squad either. So, uh, I mean, Parma, weird squad. I hate. I really hate bending against them because then you'll uh, – their away matches, they'll throw up uh, a couple draws against AC Milan and Inter Milan, so which is – you know, kind of throws you right off. But, uh, I mean, Parma's not a very strong side. Atalanta, if they're firing on all cylinders, shouldn't really have a problem with them. Um, yeah, I think it's a – there's not much value in a straight-up win by Atalanta, but I think it's a good parlay piece. You can even look at uh, the Asian handicap and take a minus 1.5. But, I mean, um, it's it's a tough it's a tough call if you're going to do it that. Make sure it's a single bet if you're going to do it minus 1.5. Obviously, you don't want to have that in a parlay. I don't think that's uh, one of your greatest plays. But, uh, yeah, no, this is an Atalanta side. If they're firing all cylinders, like I said, they should win this game fairly uh, easily. All right. Excellent. We're moving on. Number three in the table, Roma, is going all the way to the bottom of the table to take on FC Croton. Crotone in Italy, eh? Yeah. No, this is a fucking brutal team as well, Crotone. Uh, 15 goals for 35 against like minus 20 already through 15 games. That's yeah, that they're not coming back to Syria next year. I can tell you that for free. They're going down. Um, but you know what? Cotone, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think they're a very strong team, but then they have, they have been scoring lately. They scored against Sampdoria. They scored two against Parma. Uh, but, and they also scored twice against Inter. So, uh, but the biggest thing is they, they concede. Inter mm-hmm. put six by them. Parma scored on them. Sampdoria put three against them. Um, this is a side that will concede. Uh, Roma, on the other hand, they've had a fairly nice season. Um, again, they're dealing with Europa, so they're a busy squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of changes midweeks and whatnot, so they're rotating squads. But it's kind of nice they have a little break from Europe right now. And uh, so they get to focus on uh, Italy right now, which is nice. They're third in the table. They're having a comfortable season. They're not... Uh, they're not winning games by a big margin, but I mean they're still getting the wins, which is important. Um, they just beat Sampdoria one nil. Uh, they beat Cagliari three two. So I mean they're finding ways to squeak out some some wins, but uh, yeah, you know what? In this in this game, I Roma should score twice against Crotone. I think that's a good parlay piece. If you take uh, Roma team total over one point five. Excellent. Um, if you want to try and a single bet here, uh, you can look at both teams to score. And over 2.5, you can even look at both teams to score and a Roma win. You get a little bit more value there. But, uh, yeah, Crotone has been on the board, but they will concede. Roma will score. So I think Roma to get two is, uh, is a very good parlay piece for sure. Excellent. Roma to get two, also over 1.5. Love it. Now, moving on, we have Sampdoria playing Inter Milan. Now, Inter is on an eight-game winning streak. Sampdoria's last two games have been losses. I think the writing's on the wall here. 
Tell me if there's any value in this game. So, yeah, Inter. Probably one of my favorite squads in Europe. I love Lukaku. I love Lataro Martinez. I think these are two amazing players. Um, they're a fun team to watch. Like you said, uh, they've won eight in a row in, in Serie A. Um, you know, they're they're getting hot at the right time. It's just unfortunate because they're, uh, they lost out of Champions League and then didn't even make Europa. So, in a way, it's good for them, though. They can focus on uh, the Serie A League. And uh, I think, you know what? If if I'm uh, if I'm a betting man, which I believe I am, I'm uh, I'm taking Inter to uh, to win Serie A this year. I think they have it in them, and uh, you know they've had a good start. They're eleven three and one in in uh, Serie A, and I think this is their year. Juve is a little bit uh, below, so I think they can overtake AC Milan um, as the year, as the year goes on and and find ways to win. The only problem with this game is Lukaku might be injured. Um, might be out of this match so this will be a lineup checker for me i think you got to see who's starting um if lukaku's not in the starting 11 i think that could be a problem um do i see them getting on the board still yes absolutely do i see sampdoria scoring though possibly yes okay sampdoria is a team who does score at home um they played uh so many games here let me check uh about seven games at home here in Serie A, and they've scored in every single one. So uh, they do get on the board, it seems, at home. Um, so, yeah, this is a good look if you're looking for a single bet on maybe both teams to score and over 2.5. Um, Inter seem to find the twine on most occasions every night. So even without Lukaku, I can still see them getting on the board. Um, but, yeah, Lukaku Lukaku in the lineup with Latero Martinez, this is, a, this is an Inter win for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Now, moving on to a team I know you you like watching. Sassuolo will be taking on Genoa. Now, Sassuolo looking to come back from a 5-1 defeat to Atalanta. They've been having a few high-scoring games as of late. Perhaps there's some value on a, an over 1.5. Uh, break, break this down for us. Yeah, you can look at the team total over 1.5 here. I think Sassuolo uh, should score twice on their own. I, I like... Like you said, like I, I love Sassuolo. I uh, they had a great start to the year. Um, it's unfortunate they had they went through some injuries there um, midway through, but uh, they're uh, they're back now. Caputo's back, Boga's back, uh, Barardi's there, Lacatelli's there. It's uh, this is an exciting time I think for Sassuolo. Uh, they did, like you said, they did get demolished by Atalanta five one. So uh, they're looking to bounce back here at home. They're back at home, so. I really think this is a Genoa side who's, you know, conceded 28 goals against. I think, um, you know, Sassuolo can score on these on this Genoa side. And uh, I really think uh, they can get a second one past them too. And, I mean, just team total over 1.5 for Sassuolo is 1.72. I mean, so that's, that's some pretty good value uh, there. But even Genoa, Genoa is a side who can maybe find the back of the net because Sassuolo is not that uh, strong defensively. They do concede a lot of goals as well. So um, I think if you're looking for a, a nice little play um, as a single bet, you can look at both teams to score over 2.5 as well. Um, that's definitely an option. But uh, yeah, Sassuolo is an exciting team. I, uh, I really hope they stay healthy because I think they can, uh, I, they can be a powerful top 10 team, I think. I think... They're not as strong as some of the top four, top five teams in the league, but they're definitely uh, 
they're definitely a goal scoring machine and uh you know they're they're exciting to watch so i enjoy uh i enjoy playing them on most most weekends excellent love it now moving on to a game that i i know you're very excited for we have leading the table ac milan taking on the number five in the table juventus Tell me about this. Break this down for me. Yeah, no, this is the game of the week, uh, buddy. If I, I don't know what else to say. Milan uh, having a great start to the year. Obviously, they're in first. And uh, big thanks on that part to uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. But uh, he's been he's been just dominant. But he unfortunately, he won't be in the lineup there uh, when they play Juve. Uh, he's still uh, still dealing with an injury, but... Uh, Still, they've been they've been consistent ever since he's been out. Uh, they've beaten. They just came off a nice road win against Benevento, two uh, nil. Most recent game against uh, at home was against Lazio, one three two. They beat Sassuolo, two one on the road. So yeah, no, they're an exciting squad. Like I can I can rhyme off some wins here and some ties like two nil, three two, two one, two two, two two. They're just it's it it's an ex, they're exciting games when AC Milan plays, and now this doesn't change with uh, with Juve. I think uh, Juve is an exciting team, and uh, you know Ronaldo plays for Juve, right? It's just it's every time Ronaldo is on the pitch, it's it's fun to it's fun to watch, and I think I think both sides. Uh, this is a game definitely where you take both sides to score. And you can even throw a third goal in there with some value. I think you can get two on this, which I think is incredible. Um, unless it's a trap game, but uh, where each side is kind of like cage, you don't want to make the first mistake, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can see goals in this. I AC Milan is leaky. Juve can find the back of the net, but AC Milan, I think, will find the back of the net as well. So this is, yeah, this is the game of the week here, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, and you know what? I'm excited for it. I will be playing that as a both teams to score and over 2.5 for sure. Now, this is one question I have for you. I, I understand Juventus. Um, most of their they're a good goal scoring team, but over fifty percent of their goals have come from one single man. Uh, is there any value in playing a player prop on the uh, great uh, Ronaldo? Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah, you know what? No, it's tough to say. Not really. Um, yeah, like you said, he does. They've scored almost thirty goals in the league this year um, through fourteen games, and yeah, like you said, half of them have come from him. So. Um, Player props are tough. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, you're when you're looking for value in player props, it's it's hard to find because you got your guys like Cristiano Ronaldo. You have you guys like Chiro Immobile for uh, Lazio. These guys seem to find twine every every night uh, they play. So uh, the odds makers know that it's uh, it's tough. You got to look at your uh, the ones that you know, like Sassuolo, I think is a good play. Like they just have some of their guys back, you know, Caputo and uh, Boga. These guys, uh, Berardi. These these guys. These plays are, uh, I think, more value in those than Ronaldo and like say Immobile. But uh, yeah, Ronaldo to score on any given night, probably a good play. All right, excellent. All right, so we've wrapped up the Wednesday games. Now staying in Italy. Seriza. We're going to go on to some Saturday games. We, we want to preface that a lot of the teams that we'll be discussing in the Saturday games will be playing Wednesday. In fact, they all will be. Yeah. 
So Saturday, Sunday is the uh, weekend slate for Italy again. Um, we're going to go over the Bundesliga in Germany as well. We're going to go over Spain later too. Um, but we're going to start with Italy. Stay with Italy, I guess, with Serie A. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go over the uh, Saturday-Sunday, some of the Saturday-Sunday games, the more important ones, I guess you could say. But, yeah, we got to keep in mind that they're playing Wednesday, right? So uh, things might change, lineups might change, so we gotta be we got to be conscious about that, right? Definitely. And, yeah. and depending on their performance exactly. Wednesday, that will play an impact in Absolutely. whether we want to follow through with them on Saturday. Yeah, some of these plays, you know, we're, we're, they're leans right now, you know? But we got to, like I said earlier with uh, Lukaku and Inter, they're lineup checks. I think you got to see who's in the lineup and, uh, you know, who's who's healthy and who's not. So we'll look at that. Excellent. Now that we've got that out of the way, the first game I want to go over, Genoa versus Bologna. Now, I love shooting for, for bets that sometimes just don't make any sense. Bologna is on a, a run of four consecutive draws. Talk to me. Can, can we get a fifth consecutive draw? You know what? It's funny you say that because... It, like, I don't know. This, these two sides, Genoa at home, they seem to find the back of the net. Okay. And the thing with Bologna, they concede. It's it's incredible how much they give up goals. And if it's only one, they it doesn't matter. They still concede. Um, I get they just play with they just played to a nil nil draw, um, but that's that's very rare, very very rare. They went on a run. I'd, I forget the number, but it was incredible how many games they went in a row conceding a goal um, before they shut out Cortone. But, I mean, again, we're talking about Cortone, the fucking worst team in the league. But, again, here we are with Genoa, who usually, like I said, at home finds twine at least once. Uh, Bologna, I think, will score against a Genoa side. Uh, Bologna does have some firepower with, uh, you know, Orsolini and uh, uh, guys like that up front. So, it's... Uh, yeah, like you said, with a draw, I can see a one-one-two-two kind of play here. Um, so I, I really, I think a, a a good play here would be both teams to score. I think there's value in that. I think you can hit one point seven five on that, which is, I mean, for these two sides, it's it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, you know, both of them not the strongest sides. Uh, one's twelve in the table and one's seventeenth uh, in the table, but. They're two teams. I think this is a good spot for both, uh, Genoa at home and blowing down the road. I think, uh, I think both can find twine. So uh, we're in a good spot in this in this game. I, I uh, this is normally a game that you shouldn't really like, but I kind of like it. It's kind of a weird game that makes sense to me. All right, excellent. Now, next game we're going to AC Milan. After a game against Juventus, they've got a little bit of an easier team against Torino, a team that has struggled as of late. And in the last six games, they've lost three, drawn two, and only won one. In fact, that being the most recent one against Parma. What can we look for in this game? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> the reason we wanted to talk about this one is because I, it kind of makes me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. You have the top team in the league versus the second last team in the league. And I almost feel like this might be a little trap. I really do. Torino is not as bad as we think. They're 19th out of 20th in the league, okay? But they've scored 25 times. They're not a dud defend or offensively. Okay. They can find the back of the net. AC Milan, they seem to play these games um, at home to these shittier squads. Like, 
They drew with Parma 2-2, which kind of fucking pissed me off. Um, Because, like, why are they drawing with Parma? It pisses me off. They drew to Verona 2-2 at home. There's these games where they should win, um, and then they don't. And Torino is a side like that that can find the back of the net. So, honestly, if you're looking at this game, and this might be a crazy play to to, kind of say right now, but um, we'll see what happens on Wednesday as well with their with their games. But I really think both teams will score in this game, and that's weird to say because one's first in the table and one's nineteenth. Mm-hmm. But I really do think Torino can find the back of the net for some reason. Every time I see Torino and they're they they're on the board, Bellotti's there. And you talked about player props uh, not too long ago. Yeah, I mean against AC Milan, they probably won't be very heavily favored to score a goal. So Bellotti to score any time might be a good play as well. Um, I mean, he usually, if Torino's on the board, it's usually him. So uh, you can look at that. Um, again, look at the injuries. Look who's in the lineup for AC Milan. I don't know when Zlatan's going to be back, but as soon as he's back, that gives AC Milan obviously a big boost. Um, but again, these are if AC Milan wants to stay on top of the table, these are games that AC Milan needs to win. Simple as that. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Torino. It's Torino, right? Yeah. They need to be in, in Serie A. Yeah. Right now they're in relegation, and I, I I, would honestly hate to see them go down. I don't think they're going to go down. I think they will eventually figure it out. Like I said, they've scored 25 times. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not a dud offensively. They just need to figure it out defensively a little bit. So, yeah, you can see both teams scoring in this game, and as much as you want to just kind of say, oh, that's an easy win for AC Milan, I think we, I think this is a, a game where you got to be careful a little bit. Excellent. Like that. All right, moving on. Now, th- this this should be quite the game. We have in the table, number two taking on number three, Roma versus Inter. Yeah, no, this is uh, 6.30 in the morning, too. You bet your ass I'll be up for it. Uh, Sunday morning, nowhere else I'd rather be than watching this game. Um, yeah, no, this is good. Sunday, we got Roma Inter uh, in the morning, and then late afternoon, we got Juve Sassuolo. Can't wait to break down these games. Uh, let's start with Roma Inter. Yeah, two good squads here. Uh, again, like I mentioned with Inter, I love Inter. Uh, they just have Serie A to play for, so they're going to be guns a-blazing. Uh, again, look for Lukaku. I think if he's out of the lineup Wednesday, but in Sunday, you can definitely look at an Inter interplay here. But uh, Roma, again, at home, no dud. They've scored 32 times. Uh, Milan, Inter scored 40 times. Uh, these are two firing offenses. Uh, this is definitely a play where you can look at uh, both teams to score in over 2.5 again, um, unless this is a cagey match where Inter and Roma want to kind of don't want to make the first mistake. And, uh, okay. you know, it. Uh, but once that first goal goes in, I think that's where, you, you you know, you want someone to break the ice early, right? 100%. And then that other squad can kind of make a, a run for it. But, uh you know, once once it gets to uh, halftime, and if it's nil nil at half, that's that's kind of scary. You know, you you, you want to see a goal in the first half. Therefore, you know there's going to be some action in the second half. So, uh, no, this is a definitely a good game. Uh, I'm excited for it on uh, Sunday morning. All right, excellent. Now, next game, we've got Parma against Lazio. Now, Lazio, they had a nice win against Napoli last month. But they followed it up with a 3-2 loss to Milan and a 1-1 draw to Genoa. They haven't done poorly in away games. 
They have a record right now of four, five, and two. So four victories, five draws, and then two losses. What are we thinking heading into this game? Yeah, no, Lazio, you know, they're a tough side to, to work with. They will get on the board. They will score against Parma. Okay. Okay, they will. In, in fact, you know what? It's probably going to be Immobile. Immobile scores a lot of their goals. Um, I think he has, uh, yeah, he's got 10 goals already this year for Lazio. Um, and you know what? I think uh, the thing is with Lazio, they tend to concede a lot too which is, but now we're dealing with Parma, who's not a very good squad. But still, they have what it takes to put, put one in the back. Line. I mean, it's Lazio. Lazio just uh, drew with uh, Genoa. And, uh, I mean, they drew with Benevento. Um, they gave up a goal to Spieza. Like, they do concede. Okay. They are a team who will concede goals. But, again, this is a good play where you can even look at uh, Lazio to score twice, team total. Um, to get that second goal against Parma. Parma's not a very strong side at home. Um, I think this could be a good value pick in Lazio team total over. Okay. Um, I do think if they do score twice, they will win the game. I don't see Parma scoring twice. Um, but if you're going for value, I would take uh, Lazio over 1.5, their team total goals. Okay. Because just in case of a 2-2 draw and you don't win that Lazio win, but if you, if you take the over 1.5, I think there's good value in that. Um, they're definitely a side that can score. It's just a matter of their away, their away games. They scored twice against AC Milan. They scored twice against Bieza. Um, they scored twice against Crotone. Um, so I think I think these are these are games they they need to win if they want to keep moving up the table. They're ninth right now. Um, I expect them to be a you know a fifth, sixth kind of place team. Um, they are in Europa League this year, um, or they were. Sorry, they were in Champions League. So again, that's a team that's they're strong. Um, so they expect they expect to be in Europe next year. Um, and in ninth spot right now, that's not where they want to be. So these are games they need to win. And uh, Parma at home, I think definitely Lazio can score twice here. So I think you look at the team total over one point five. Excellent, love it. In another game that I know you'll be looking forward to, we've got Juventus fifth in the table. Versus Sassuolo, which is ranked sixth in the table. This is going to be a tough week for Juventus. Or Juventus. They, they're coming off a tough game on Wednesday. A little bit less so than for Sassuolo. What, what what can we expect into this game? Yeah, you know what? This is, this is a fucking big week for Juve. Like, they got AC Milan yeah, on Wednesday. Exactly. And yeah. then they have Sassuolo on, uh, on Sunday. And, I mean, they're fifth in the table right now. Juve usually rolls over this league. Okay. They're usually the top. They're the favorites, right? They were the favorites coming into this year. And to be fifth on the table, 10 points back AC Milan. I, I get they have a game in hand, but these are games where, like, these are big games. And they, they need points here. If they if they were to draw both games, like, that's going to hurt them. They need a win at least in a draw. So they need to take at least four, I would say, four out of six points for sure, if not all six. Uh, in these next games next two so um yeah Juve at home I think um again depending what happens with AC Milan you got to look at the Wednesday game right um mm-hmm. Sassuolo not as strong on the road as they are at home but like I said Sassuolo's getting healthy again yeah. um so they do have the strikers um they do have the ability to score and uh 
if I'm not mistaken, I believe this was a 3-3 draw last year. But that was, again, once Swallow was at home, like I said, a strong home team. Mm-hmm. But, again, Juve need this win. They need these points here. Um, they're falling behind in, in Serie A, and I, like, it's going to be tough to keep up, especially with Inter, who don't have Europe to play for anymore. So their main focus is going to be winning these Serie, Serie A games. Um, so, yeah, no, this is a, a must-win for Juve, I think. But, again, you can look at the goal market here. I think... Uh, the over 2.5 is a is a good play here. I think Sosualo is going to push uh, to get on the board, and that might leave Juve on the on the counter attack. And if you leave Ronaldo on the counter attack, holy fuck, look out! That could be dangerous. So yeah, no, look for goals in this game, but you can also look for maybe uh, a Juve win and uh, uh, over one and a half, over two and a half goals in the game. I think that's uh, that's a strong play, especially as a single bet for sure. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's going to be it for the Italy League, Serie A. Pivoting from Italy, Serie A, we're now going to the Bundesliga. I know you've only got a few picks in this league that you're really interested in. So uh, how about you take it away? What, what, are, what are some games that you're interested in uh, potentially playing or that we should keep our eye on? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, Germany, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a fun year too. Germany, I mean, like I said with Italy, it's... A lot of goals in Germany, right? And that's what makes it exciting. I I find I struggle more with, uh, you know, the English league, the Premier League there, and uh, uh, leagues like uh, France and Spain. There's not as much uh, scoring in those. And that's where I, I feel like you can get hurt, you know, in the, in the betting game. Um, but, like, right away we got... On Friday, we have Bayern Munich on the road against Mochen Gladbach. Uh, and Borussia Mochen Gladbach. And, I mean... What a side they've been this year in uh, in Champions League. I just I can't see why Bayern Munich won't score twice. I really can't. Um, I think this is a side uh, that scores at will. They're okay. healthy again. Um, they've scored 44 goals in the Bundesliga in 14 games. Wow. That's incredible. Now, Mönchengladbach Gladbach hasn't been um, awful either. Like I've said, they... Uh, they had a good run in the Champions League. Um, and you know what? Uh, I think uh, it's it's going to be uh, – okay, I can't do this. Yeah. I, I mean, th- this is a stat that I, I'd just like to drop here. I mean, their last loss was in September of 2020 against Hoffenheim. and But, but since then, they've gone 15 games and four draws. And, and they're high-scoring games too. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's funny you say that, right? Because listen to this stat. I'll throw this one at you here. All right. Let's okay. Hear it. So last eight games, eight games. Okay. In the Bundesliga, they've conceded the first goal in all those games. The first goal. The first goal in all those games. Okay. They've gone on. I believe it was one, two, three, four, five, five of them. They've won. They've drawn the uh, the other three. They have not lost any of those games that they've conceded first. Wow. Okay. So this is a Bayern Munich side that is so powerful. Now, again, when I look at these games, okay, it takes me back all the way to October 24th when they kept a clean sheet against Eintracht Frankfurt. Other than that, they've conceded to Cologne once, Dortmund twice, uh, Bremen, Stuttgart, Leipzig, Berlin, 
uh, Wolfsburg, Leverkusen, Mainz, they've conceded. So you got to look at both teams to score in over 2.5. You got to look at Bayern Munich to win and both teams to score. There's going to be value there. The last time Munich went to Gladbach, though, uh, they lost 2-1. So I can really see Gladbach getting on the board again here. Um, they're only valued at 1.57 or something like that, 1.6. So it's it's not the greatest value on a Bayern Munich win. So I would look goals. But again, goals won't be that great as well because, like I've said, right, all the goals in the Bayern Munich games. But, I mean, if you're looking for a good parlay piece, I think this is a great parlay piece. I think you can take over 2.5 here. Um, both teams are scoring over 2.5. A little more, more value there. Uh, yeah, I just I can't see Bayern Munich keeping a clean sheet against Gladbach. Can I see Gladbach beating Bayern Munich? I mean, it's possible, but it's. I, I feel like Bayern always finds a way. They have the, one of the best strikers in the league, uh, Robert Lewandowski. Um, they have a good overall side. Like I said, they're starting to get healthy again. Um, it's just they need to uh, they need to get back to the the team they used to be when they won Europe. They won Champions League last year. They're the best team in the world. So until we've seen that form again, um, I'll I'll be comfortable taking Bayern Munich at that time. But uh, right now, I think uh, you got to look at goals in this game for sure. Fair enough. Uh, the other games we're looking at. Uh, I think you can take a look at the uh, Union Berlin game um, against Wolfsburg. What a what a and what a banger that game is going to be. Yeah, you know what? These are two teams, two sides that I would say overachieve have overachieved this year. Um, you look, you come into this game, Union Berlin. They sit at in fifth in the table, and Wolfsburg sixth in the table. Both in Europe spots right now. Both um, ready to go for next year. Uh, looking towards next year, but they have a lot, lot, lot of the way to go still here. So um, Berlin, nice start. Uh, you know, <laughs> the biggest thing for Berlin is they've scored 29 goals this year. Wow! And for a team who uh, just came back to the Bundesliga, uh, I believe uh, not last year, but the year before, um, this is a side that uh, looks to keep getting better. Uh, and Wolfsburg, they're a very consistent uh, sixth spot. They are always. Uh, mid-pack but higher up a little bit um fighting for europe trying to get in um so they've they've had a nice start to the season as well so i uh i highlighted this game because i think uh this is a game where you can see both teams to score as well um i think i really think union berlin will get on the board here at home um it's just a matter of wolfsburg getting on the board as well uh, but i think they have enough firepower to find the back of the net berlin do seem to concede a lot as well so um i think you can definitely look at a a 1-1 for sure, maybe a 2-1, maybe a 2-2, a high-scoring game. Okay. Um, that's why, kind of why I highlighted it. But, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's like I said, they're overachieving teams right now, so it could be a little sketchy, but uh, it's definitely it, it definitely piqued my interest when I saw it for sure. So, uh, yeah, take a look at that game again, lineup checks uh, and and whatnot, but that's a, that's a fun game. I'm excited for it. So we're looking how, forward to that one. How, now, uh I guess following up with another potential banger. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, t- tell me about RB Leipzig against Borussia Dortmund. Oh, like, yeah, this are, these are two teams that, uh, you know, just get you excited every time they're they're playing. Um, Holland's back for Dortmund. I mean, that's, that's huge. That helps them so much offensively. Um, I think they struggled a little bit when he was hurt. Um, and Leipzig, you know what? They're just... The most consistent team, I would say, in the Bundesliga. I mean, the stat that stands out to me when I was 
looking over this that you had sent me was that for RB Leipzig, the last 10, 10 consecutive games resulted in no losses. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? This is this just screams consistency, this game, uh, or this team. You know what? Like, it's... <laughs> you can't say much bad about Leipzig. They're not an overly offensive powerhouse team, but they just find ways, and it's incredible. I was watch following their game against Stuttgart, and I was kind of nervous to touch them, uh, Leipzig, because they were on the road, and Stuttgart hasn't been bad this year, but I was following the game, they were dominating possession. They were dominating the shots at halftime. And then I looked, 60th minute, you know, great value in them. Like an in-play bet with Leipzig is pretty good. And, you know, I took a shot on them in play. And, you know what, uh, I think it was around the 70th minute uh, they fired one home against Stuttgart to win 1-0. So, um, you know, we f- you found value there. Um, like I said, they're not overpowering with offense. They've only scored 25 this year compared to, like we talked about with Bayern Munich, who scored 44. But the biggest thing is with Leipzig, they've only conceded nine. Wow. 14 games played, they've conceded nine goals. Wow. That's, uh, you know, that's that screams success when you, uh, that's, when that's you look at it that way. That's defensively sound. Yeah, so they find ways. Um, I really think Dortmund's going to have a hard time uh, getting one by them. But, again, this is a Dortmund side that is offensive. Um, they... They can score on demand as well. They've only been held uh, to one clean sheet on the road this year. Uh, that was against Augsburg. That was their first away game. So that was kind of a, you know, let's let's feel it out process here. But uh, uh, they've scored ever since. And I think I, I think this is a game where uh, you can look at both teams to score and, you know, make it a 1-1 draw or even a Leipzig. Uh, I just don't see Leipzig losing, though. And that's the thing. That's what okay. scares me so that's what scares me about maybe like a nil-nil game here. This could be a trap where Leipzig plays enough defense to stop Dortmund from scoring and and, and is okay with the draw. But, uh, yeah, you don't know really what to expect in this game. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to lay off it um, as a bet, but uh, this is definitely an exciting game to watch, and uh, I'm excited for uh, the result here. Excellent. Now, we spoke about Bayern Munich earlier. Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum of Bayern Munich, we have a team that has 10 losses, three draws, and one win. Mainz. Yeah. Now, you highlighted this. They'll be playing Frankfurt. Yeah. Uh, the reason I highlighted this, I okay, and you had brought this up earlier when we were talking. The last three games Mainz have played against Frankfurt, they've won. Incredible. Which is fucking incredible. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Mainz is fucking brutal. But... I'm watching the game on on the weekend when Mainz is playing uh, Munich, mm-hmm. and they go up two 0 I nearly had a heart attack. I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> like I'm not kidding. But this is a game where I just don't see how Frankfurt can't score once or twice here and get the win. I just I just don't see. Mainz has had a difficult time of late, other than this Bayern Munich game when they scored twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but they lose to Bremen at home one nil. They draw with Hertha Berlin on the road, nil-nil. Uh, they lose at home against Cologne, one-nil. Uh, like they can't score, but mm-hmm. then they go put two past Bayern Munich. Unbelievable. So, but I just see uh, Frankfurt. These are games that I find Frankfurt will find a way to win. Um, this is like to me, this screams uh, two-nil, two-one, maybe if Mainz can get on the board. 
but I, I really do see value in Frankfurt scoring once or twice. Mm-hmm. I really do. And uh, uh, that value comes in Frankfurt scoring twice. So um, if Frankfurt can get on the board early, I think they can find a second one as well. So that's kind of why I highlighted it. But like like we talked about with recent history, with uh, Mainz beating yeah. uh, Frankfurt three times in the last three games, it's it blows my mind. But uh, yeah, no, this is an exciting game. We'll see what happens on uh, on the weekend. I, I think that's all we really wanted to touch on in the Bundesliga. Yeah. So let's move on specifically to the Spanish league. First game, let's talk about Sevilla against Real Sociedad. Yeah, so we're in La Liga now, and uh, I tend to stay off La Liga a little bit. It's uh, I find it a little more difficult. I don't uh, I don't love La Liga, but uh, when you got when you got a game like Sevilla and Real Sociedad, um, I think that's a great game. But again, they're low scoring teams. Sevilla is a good squad, but finds way to win as well. Mm-hmm. And Sociedad, you know, they've struggled of late, but. Uh, because they were top of the table in, in mm-hmm. La Liga, but uh, again, they've had a difficult difficult schedule with uh, Europe and whatnot. So, and you know, that's something I noticed. I mean, in in the month of December, I think they've they only had one win, yeah, and, and, uh, three draws and three defeats. Yeah, you know what? They really had a tough December, and uh, you know what? That might come back to hurt them a little bit. But this is a game again where I see, I can see Sevilla getting on the board for sure here at home, uh, but I just feel like. Sociedad find a way to get on the board as well. Um, again, if this is not a trap game, nil-nil, and someone can break the ice early, I can see both teams scoring. This is a 1-1 game written all over it for me. Could it be nil-nil? Absolutely. Could it be 1-0 in a, in a boring snooze fest? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I really do see both sides. Um, you know, they, they can score both sides. So it's, uh, and Sevilla's at home. Um, they're sixth on the table. They're looking to move up a little bit. This is not normally where that you find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're usually a top three, top four kind of squad. So they're looking to move up a little bit here. And, you know, Sociedad, like we said, they've struggled in December. Um, so they're trying to flip the page and ha- hope to have a better 2021 here. Um, but again, this is, uh, I highlighted this because I can just see a 1-1 draw here or, uh, or a both teams to score. So you kind of got to look at that. And uh, uh, they both, I think, play in the... Uh, the Copa del Rey here uh, uh, coming up midweek. So you got to kind of look at lineup checks and whatnot. Those are cup games and those are really hard to, hard to judge. But uh, when it comes to La Liga, I think that's going to be a, a very important match uh, down the road here. All right. I think the, the next game I think we wanted to touch on was the uh, Atletico Madrid, the number one in the table for yeah. the Spanish league. And they will be playing Athletic. Again, Madrid's at the top of the table with 15 games played, uh, whereas other teams have played more, and they're still below. So this is a this is a team that has been in Barcelona's shadow for the last few years, mm-hmm. and now they're on top of the table with games in hand. These games are must win, and I think Madrid can win these games. Uh, Bilbao's no pushover. They're a very low-scoring team. Uh, they don't give up a lot, but neither does Atletico Madrid. My God, you play them at home, they almost never concede. They've scored 29 times this year. They've given up six. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think they're on a nice uh, five-game winning streak. Yeah, like their- it's Atletico Madrid. This is this is a good parlay piece. Um, I wouldn't take it as a single bet. I think it's only valued at about 1.5, okay. 1.55 or something like that. So it's it's a good play, I think, to get a uh, one nil 
uh, 2-0 kind of win here. Um, Atletico Madrid are just, they're simply consistent. They're solid. Um, They don't really, like I said, they don't really concede, right? So if they're going to give up a goal, I think they'll find a way to get a couple. But uh, that's if they have to. I feel like if they can they can find the back of net back of the net before halftime an earlier goal they'll sit on that and they'll take the one nil win that seems to be what they kind of do and uh, you know it's been working out for them right now and with Barcelona I mean they're ten points behind Atletico Madrid um, and Atletico still has a game in hand on them so this is a good spot for Atletico Madrid and I think uh, I think we can definitely look for a parlay piece here in a, in a, a Madrid win for sure. All right. Well, I think that wraps out just about everything we wanted to discuss related to soccer. Yep. I think we would be remiss if we did not talk about the NFL. Wildcard weekend, baby. Oh, man. Oh, yes. This is going to be good. What a good season it's actually been this year. You know what, man? With COVID and all this shit going on, it's, uh, you know what? I get there's been a lot of people on uh, the COVID list and whatnot, but... uh, yeah, you know what? We we have solid games here coming up in the playoffs. I think the right teams are in the playoffs here. So, uh, yeah, this should be a dandy. 100%. And you know what? Speaking of right teams in the playoff, the Buffalo Bills. 13-3. and three. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the Buffalo Bills who How will be the Bills? returning to the playoffs in the first game since 1996? Yeah, no, you know what? Uh, they deserve it. Um, yeah, you know what? Josh Allen... Uh, what a workhorse he's been this year. Um, you know, without without him, the Bills are not 13-3. and three. Um, He's been absolutely on fire. If it weren't for Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen would be up for uh, MVP for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, hats off to Aaron Rodgers. He's had a hell of a year with uh, Green Bay. But, uh, you know, there's not much uh, bad you can say about Josh Allen. He's been uh, – the Bills have been firing on offense lately and uh, – you know, if they continue this in the postseason, that's uh, that's going to be scary. But the biggest thing, man, is the Colts have fucking good D. Yes, and that was something we were talking about off air. Yeah, I mean, the no, Colts, exactly. strong defense. So, like, this is going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm actually a little nervous to uh, to play this game. You got Buffalo sitting at a minus six and a half favorite right now. And that was whether the the Rams quarterback Jared Goff. So, like, are you taking Buffalo to win by a touchdown? I don't know, man. Like, Indy's, Indy's that fucking weird team that, you know, they, they could grind out a victory, a low scoring if they want to try and stop Buffalo. But like I said, Buffalo's been on fire, dude. So this is going to be uh, this is gonna be a hell of a matchup. I don't know which way to go here. Um, but you know what? I, I like both these teams, and uh, I can't wait to watch it. I'll probably just lay off the... Uh, the gambling on this one and just kind of enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, this should be a doozy. Yeah, I'll be in the same boat as you there. Now, next up, we got the Rams against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And w- when I was researching this game, I felt like there was only one narrative would be playing. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, if anyone watched that last game with the Rams and the Cardinals, oh, my God, that was fucking embarrassing. No Kyler Murray, no Jared Goff. Just an absolute shit show. So, I mean, without Jared Goff, this game is over. Like, the Seahawks will win. But Jared Goff's going to play. It's the playoffs. He'll find a way to play. He'll find a way to suit up. Will he be 100%? No, absolutely not. But he'll play. Um, the thing with the Rams is they have great defense, right? And that's the thing they've uh, 
They've played the Seahawks and Russell Wilson twice this year. Um, they've won one. Uh, they lost the most recent one, 20 to nine, uh, but they did win in November, 23-16. So um, they have beaten the Seahawks this year. They know how to do that. Um, it's going to be a matter of if, if which Jared Goff can um, put up some points uh, for the Rams and they can hold uh, Russ off. I mean, if Russ is cooking, then look out because fuck, he's uh, he was a dominant force at the start of the year, and I think if he continues to or if he can find that. Um, like he did at the start of the year, then, uh, yeah, the Seahawks could be scary here down the road. But uh, the Rams are a good defensive team. I'll give them that. They're not overly fun to watch, but definitely uh, tune in and uh, find out. This will be a good uh, good matchup between the Rams and the Hawks for sure. Definitely. Now. They're a good defensive squad. So, if they, like I said, if they can shut down Russ, then they can win this game for sure. So, uh, boring game, I would say, mm-hmm. but definitely an interesting one. That has been, the, I guess, a, a topic of conversation the this goat. year. That has been the GOAT, yes. If there's one man that I love watching, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Buccaneers, wow, 11-5. and five. You know what? The Bucs made these moves in the offseason, and uh, they've been waiting for this. Back to the postseason. They want to be here. Yep. Um, Brady has, what, not very many years left, eh? No, so, de- definitely not. So you got to look at uh, you got to look at Tampa here. I mean, they're playing the fucking NFC East here. Yeah, the the, the, the Washington, Washington football, football team. team. Sorry, I was going to say Redskins, but uh, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's uh, you get a team like the Redskin Redskins getting in here seven and nine on the year, and they're they're hosting a playoff game. Like holy fuck, Incredible. Tampa Bay's on the road. Um, yeah, no, you know what? Tampa should win this game. Um, if you're looking at spread. It's a weird number right now. You got eight, um, eight points. So I don't know. I don't know where you lean there, but Tampa should win this game. The thing is with Washington, they have good D, right? Mm-hmm. They, but they can't score. It's and that's gonna be, I think, an issue in this game in and where Washington loses. But uh, you know what? They they do have Alex Smith. Great story there. Um, thought probably probably thought he'd never play again, and now here he is in the postseason. Um, so yeah, if they can put up some half decent points against Tampa, maybe they have a chance and their defense plays well, but I mean, Tampa, this is what they've been waiting for. I think Tampa can score enough to beat Washington here. It really should be Tampa moving on here. I don't see why, um, they would lose this game, but again, it's sports, right? You never know what's going to happen. Um, I will be cheering on the Buccaneers, unfortunately. Um, so uh, yeah, not much else I can say. I think the Buccaneers win this game. I don't know by how much or whether the points are there, but uh, yeah, you can definitely, if you're looking for a parlay piece, I think uh, the Buccaneers on the money line are uh, with a little bit of a spread, alternative point spread. I think that's a good play here. Excellent. Now, I was prepared for this NFL segment to be relatively short, Yeah. but I'm not sure if we're about to go on a little <laughs> bit of a rant here because the next team I know is near and dear to your heart. The Baltimore Ravens will be playing the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, so, I mean, like like me and probably hundreds or thousands of other people who had the Tennessee Titans last week, and uh, the Houston Texans go on to score 20 straight points and take the lead. I nearly had a fucking heart attack. It, it, it was definitely a little bit of a scare. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this later on, but uh, you had a little bit of a parlay going, and this was a crucial piece to the parlay. Well, yeah, I I, I just took the teams that needed to win, you know, and uh, I thought Tennessee, 
I understood they went to overtime with Houston last time they played, but I thought, you know, this is a game. Let's let's go out here. Let's win the division. Houston has nothing to play for. Uh, we'll get in. We'll get out and take the W and and host a playoff game. Hundred percent. But then they go on, and <laughs> if it weren't for a little Tannehill magic at the end, then uh, you know it could have been a little different. But uh, no, this is an exciting team, Tennessee. They uh, they score a lot. Um, you know what? Baltimore has been bit hot as well they've uh they've put up 38 against the Bengals. they put up uh 27 13 win against the giants 40 points against the jags 47 against the browns 34 against the uh the cowboys like they're peaking at the right time here but uh the big thing is when you look at this game is uh you look at lamar jackson and you know he struggled in the playoffs last year and uh the year before and uh you know this is uh <laughs> This is what they keep saying about Lamar. He hasn't won yet. So, um, and last year, you know, this is a rematch from last year. If, yes. Uh, if it, everyone uh, and, and let's let's remind everybody what exactly happened last year. Yeah. So I believe it was twenty eight twelve, the win for the Tennessee Titans, and I'm pretty sure the Baltimore Ravens were heavily favored in this game. I believe so. I agree. And uh, you know what? It's this is going to be a doozy. I think I really see a lot of points in this. I get it's the playoffs, but I just I can see Tennessee scoring, but I just can't see them stopping Baltimore's offense as well. The way I saw Tennessee last weekend was just embarrassing. Their defense was brutal. So they're if if they're gonna want to go far in the playoffs, they're gonna have to fix that D. Because they have Derrick Henry. He he'll he'll run he'll run games by himself. It's yeah. it's incredible. Tannehill's been good. Yeah. Um, they have the receiving core, they have the offense. They do. They mm-hmm. really do. Uh, it's just a matter of their defense. And, um, you know, Baltimore, they have something to prove. Um, they struggled a little uh, midway through the season, but they, they seem to have found their groove again here late, and uh, they could be dangerous as well. So if Tennessee's defense isn't there, look out for Baltimore too. Got a little scared there, I guess, last weekend, right? A must win for them last weekend to clinch the division. Um, 100%. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, the Dolphins lost. So they had already clinched before the game, but I mean, to win the division is huge. Now they get to host the playoff game, right? Which was a, a big, uh, big advantage for them. And um, yeah, they gave me a scare against the four and twelve Houston Texans, which was fucking embarrassing to me. That defense on Tennessee is uh, could hurt them here because that goddamn defense is atrocious. It was brutal. I mean, Deshaun Watson just picked that team apart. It was thirty-one fifteen, Tennessee, and the game should have been over. Excellent. Moving on. So, after losing six games in a row, the Chicago Bears have battled back and are now in a wild card game. Yeah. But quite the task ahead of them, because who are they playing? None other New Orleans Saints. Yeah, Drew Brees here, right? And a lot, a lot of talk lately about this being Drew Brees last year. So, um, I mean, this is uh, probably one of New Orleans' last kick of the can here with, with Drew. So, um, this, this spread has now gone up to 10, 10 points favored for the, uh, um, the saints. And, uh, earlier in the season, they, uh, they went to Chicago and, and grinded out a, a 26, 23 overtime win against the bears. So, uh, I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think. I get it's in new Orleans. It's in the dome. Um, but you know what? It, I hate to say this too, cause I was never a fan of the bears. Yeah. But Trubisky has found something here, and I get they got fucking destroyed against the Packers uh, last week. But um, since he's come in, like I mean, 
they have wins over the Texans, 36 to seven. They have a 33, 27 win over the Vikings, uh, a 41, 17 win over the Jags. I get these teams aren't very good, but Trubisky has found some offense, which he couldn't find before. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to need to do that against new Orleans um, to, to, uh, uh, compete with Breeze here because Breeze is going to put up points. He will. Now, the question with Kamara coming back, that could be up in the air. Um, but, yeah, this is a this is a New Orleans team that, uh, you know, they should get the victory here. But I, this is a, I'm going to lay off this game. I don't think it's uh, – I think the Bears have uh, have something to prove. They're, they're a fairly decent defensive team. I, I get they didn't show it against the Packers, but – Again, like I mentioned with Aaron Rodgers, hats off to him. He's been fucking oh, incredible. 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, this is, a, this is a good game. I, I'm excited for this one. I don't usually, like I said, I don't usually get up for the Bears, but uh, this should be, uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what Breeze does early. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm interested to see. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that game. That's what I'll be uh, looking for early is uh, how Drew Breeze reacts to uh, Chicago's defense. Excellent. Now, uh, another game that I think, we're going to enjoy watching, and we'll, and we'll end our NFL discussion on this game. The Cleveland Browns, again, we should take a moment to congratulate them yeah, for, for making the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. What a shit show they've been over the years. And they did so by beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Narrowly, narrowly, might I add. Yeah. So With their B squad, and, Pittsburgh. And, and, this is where it, and this is where it gets interesting because they've got to do it again, except they've got to do it in Pittsburgh and they've got to do it against, like you said, the 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 A team, so to speak. Yeah, exactly, and I think this is uh, this is a tough spot for Cleveland. They've always struggled against Pittsburgh, but you know what? Pittsburgh hasn't been anything to write home about lately. They uh, they had one fairly good uh, game against the Colts, where I mean they fell behind early. I believe it was seventeen nothing early. Uh, excuse, sorry, I'm wrong. It was twenty four to seven. That's where, it, but they were up seventeen. Um, the Colts were, and then they lost to the, the Steelers came back. But before that, they lose to the football team. They lose to the Bills. They lose to the Bengals, which is goddamn embarrassing. Um, and then they, yeah, they had their B team and lost to the Browns. But that's as, that was expected. Um, yeah, now for this game, though, I'm not, I'm not sold on a Pittsburgh win here. Um, recent history has shown that Cleveland uh, struggles against Pittsburgh. Uh, and I do expect Pittsburgh to get the win, but if you told me the Browns come in and beat Pittsburgh, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Um, Big Ben has not been Big Ben mm-hmm. that we're accustomed to, um, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how he is after an extra week off that he got last week. But I think Cleveland does have some firepower. Um, they have a couple of the best running backs in the league, and Cream Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. Um, Baker's been, uh, Baker's been good this year. So I, I mean, yeah, no, this should be a good game. we got prime time on Sunday, eight, eight o'clock. So, uh, yeah, no, this will be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but again, if I'm betting on this, uh, it's tough. I, I, I would lay off it. I, I just, it, it scares me Pittsburgh a little bit with, uh, uh, how big Ben's played this year and, uh, what they've been doing lately. So. Um, yeah, no, this will be another good gun. Um, I'm looking forward to these uh, these six games. This this NFL slate is going to be fun. And uh, you know what? Like we talked about with COVID and whatnot throughout yeah. this year, I think this is uh, – I think you have the right teams here in playoffs, and this should be a doozy of a slate. Yeah. It's definitely it's going to be an interesting uh, playoffs. Uh, I, I mean, the games this, this weekend are, are fantastic. 
Yeah. There's quite a few that yeah, no, I think we're both invested in. Yeah. I think that just about wraps up uh, the NFL discussion. Let's touch on uh, the NBA. Yeah, we're, we'll go. We'll do a little bit of this. Eh? Yeah, well, let, let's let's talk about a few Wednesday games. Uh, we'll just do a rapid fire round here. So first up, Rockets Pacers. Yeah, I mean, Pacers are at home. Um, I've actually liked the Pacers this year. Um, they're an exciting team when they're healthy. Um, they are healthy right now, which is which is awesome. Uh, we got a little two spread here on uh, in uh, Indiana. Uh, Indiana at home and um, you know Houston's got John Wall back mm-hmm. yep. um, he's healthy with Harden so uh, you never know what they're gonna do um, I don't love Houston this year no uh, I really uh, Indiana has been an exciting team I love the Pacers uh, Oladipo uh, Brogdon they've been good so uh, you know what like I probably uh, I probably won't play this but I'll definitely be cheering on the Pacers I've uh, I've been a big fan of them uh, so far this year boom love it Wizards 76ers. Yeah, no, this is uh this is fun. Uh, the Sixers have uh, seemed to figure it out a little bit now and yeah. uh but like I mean the Wizards <laughs> when you got Russell Westbrook on your team, uh anything is possible and yeah. it's <laughs> You know what? I've been kind of riding and following the Wizards because I feel like every time uh Russ plays He's he's nearing a triple double. Yeah, I think he's I think he's got a triple double in almost every game he's played this year. Wow, uh, which is is fun to watch. It's it was crazy odds early. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting to pick up on it now because he keeps getting them. Um, he's good for a double double every night. It's it's incredible. So um, if you're looking at a parlay piece, for something to do. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook double double anytime for sure. Love it. Jazz against the Knicks. <laughs> This is kind of a boring game. I mean, the Knicks have kind of played well this year, which is uh, surprising. Um, so far, twenty twenty one, they've won their two games. Um, yeah, they've uh, they're four and three on the year, and uh, which is kind of surprising. Randall's been Randall's been really good, which is uh, which is funny. And then uh, Bear's been good as well. So um, you can't really count out, count out the Knicks. Uh, uh, the Jazz are consistent, right? Uh, they have a solid squad, usually good every year. Um, boring defensive team though, but uh, I I don't know. This is this is a game I'll definitely lay off of. I won't uh, touch, but uh, it's it's interesting to follow the Knicks right now. How they've uh, how they've actually been winning games. So good for them. Awesome. And then a team that's very near and dear to our hearts, the Raptors, will be taking on the Suns. Yeah, you know what? Fuck, it's uh, tough times to be a Raptor fan right now. Yeah, after, most uh, definitely after winning the league, they're. Uh, uh, not last year, but the year before, and you know, with uh, with only one win in in six tries here, it's uh, it's tough because y- you want to say it'll get better, but my God, they have the Suns, uh, the Kings, the Warriors, Blazers all on the road here coming up. It's these are not easy games, so this like it's almost must win time for the Raptors, and we're talking six games into the year here, mm-hmm. so. Um, but again, Phoenix, a team that I've actually really enjoyed watching lately too, um, with some of the moves they made in the, in the off season. Um, even last year when, when they won all those games up, uh, up into the playoffs before they were eliminated, but like Aiton Booker, Chris Paul, uh, Crowder, these are exciting players on the Suns. And, uh, I think they're definitely a team to watch here down the road. Um, I really like the Suns, uh, right now they're favored by three and a half against the Raptors. So. Um, yeah, no, should be a good game. Uh, I think the Raptors need to bounce back after an embarrassing loss against the Celtics, and uh, the Suns will, you know, they keep looking to be uh, 
consistent. So uh, should be a good game here. All right. Something that I think uh, would be interesting to go over on each episode is uh, the results of the previous week. Um, obviously, this is the very first ever episode, so we don't technically have results of the previous week. But yeah, we're degenerate gamblers, so you know, obviously, we're going to play some bets down. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You had a great week last week. Yeah, you know what? Sunday was uh, Sunday was good to me. Um, but again, like I like I mentioned with the NFL slate, I took the teams that needed to win. Um, I made a little five team uh, teaser. Um, you took the Buccaneers. They needed to beat the Falcons for that uh, that fifth spot against uh, the NFC East team. Uh, so they wanted to win that game. So I took them on the money line. I took the Ravens on the money line. They needed to win to get in. I took the Colts on the money line. They needed to win to get in. They mm-hmm. played the Jags. Like these are these are wins like that should happen ten out of ten times. Hundred um, percent. And then they took. I took the Tennessee Titans as well. That's where it got scary. Um, I did. I did throw in a soccer game in there um, at noon. Uh, it was already underway. This is when we talked about when uh, Bayern Munich was playing Mainz. They were down two 0 at half. I t- I took them to score the next goal. Uh, there, there was no way Mainz was going to go up three 0 on Bayern Munich. Okay. Um, I and I definitely expected a little pushback from Bayern Munich, so I thought they'd get the third goal. They did. Um, I had Tennessee at the end. That was my last game. Um, like I said, I was comfortable with their thirty one fifteen lead, mm-hmm. and then things got scary. Houston took over. I just I, I thought, oh my god, here it is. Yeah. I'm going to fucking lose this parlay after being up so much. But uh, yeah, you know what? It paid off in the end, and uh, that was exciting. <laughs> and then, yeah, I had a nice little teaser as well. I uh, I kind of made something similar. Um, I had a couple soccer in there as well. Bayern to win, obviously. So that was that one paid out. I had Chelsea City. Uh, both teams are scoring over 2.5. I got lucky with a Chelsea late goal there after City took a 3-0 lead. Um, and then again, I took the teams um, to win in the NFL. I took the Bucks. I took the Ravens. Uh, I took the Colts. This one didn't include the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I felt like that was a little tougher game, so I let off on that. But I did add some basketball. I threw in the Celtics. Uh, I threw in the Lakers. I threw in the Nuggets. And like I mentioned, I took Russell Westbrook to get a double-double. And yep. what's he do? He gets a double-double. 100%. Um, so, yeah, little games like that. I just thought I'd throw in a little teaser. Um, won some good money there. Um, I don't love to make huge parlays. Uh, they don't always, you know, pay out at the end. But, you know, to have a little fun here and there. Um, and that's what it is. It's fun, right? Exactly. Hey, they're, we, they're games that should win, you know. They don't always pay out like that. But um, when it does, it's nice. Yeah, We, we have a, a joke that we like to talk about, about the, the red dot. Where, you know, when we make these just stupid parlays, really, at the end of the day. Where, you know, let's say like a 10-play parlay. We, we get nine, and then there's that one red dot. And that seems to be the trend. It's, <laughs> right? it's, it's, it's hilarious, and it sucks, but it's we, we if you make a parlay, doesn't matter if it's a, a four-gamer or a 12-gamer or a fucking 20-play. No. You're going to yeah. have one dot at the end of it, one X. And it's it's hilarious because it's been a running joke over the years. But, uh, yeah, you know what? It don't Like I said, we don't do this often, uh, but once you can hit a, a, a fairly – bigger parlay that's uh, that's always fun but um in terms of betting i would you know keep it simple keep the one play two play parlays if you're going to do that um single bet with value i think that's what we're kind of looking for here 100 percent, 100 percent. i myself did not bet last week despite 
considering to place a little bit of money on the Ryan Garcia. Uh, you know what? It's always one of those those things you think about after the fact. Well, we talked about it, right? And that was just it. Yeah, we looked at the value. Where's the value in Ryan Garcia yeah. winning? He it, said by KO, right? Yeah. TKO, and that's what I had said. And sure enough, what happens in the the sixth round? I believe a beautiful left hook to the body. Yeah, uh, I mean you don't script it much better. And after he, he got after, knocked down, eh? In the second, after being dropped in the second. Yeah. We kind of discussed that, and there was value there. I think I think we were looking at like 1.9. Eh? It, like it, it was, was something along those lines. And, yeah. and you know what? I felt that was definitely a good value for that. Oh, my God. Like, if he's going to win the fight, you, you got to think it's going to be by TKO mm-hmm. or KO, right? Exactly. So, yeah. No, good on him. Uh, looking forward to UFC coming up here, though, next weekend for sure. Yeah. That'll be fun. Definitely. And we'll be breaking that down um, a few, quite a few fights in the next episode. So this was fun. Yeah, no, this has been good. I uh, this is exciting. We're we're new to this, uh, yeah. but you know we're we're excited to uh, give our plays each week, right? So this you, is uh, you know what this is something we've discussed, and you know it started probably as a joke between I think the two of us that we would do this, but then it got more and more serious, and and uh, we'll be completely upfront. Yeah, we're we're learning this. Yeah, we're a couple meatheads looking for a little bit of love. That's all. Exactly. So <laughs> you know what? If you want to give us that love. We really appreciate it if you follow us on the social medias. So, you know, what we got right now a Twitter and an Instagram. Um, I'm not quite sure how many platforms this podcast will be uploaded to. So we're going to try to cover all our bases. You know, the Spotify, getting it up on the uh, the Apple's podcast. Um, But we're going to be working that out. But if you want to follow us on the social medias, we've got our Twitter handle, which is heavy hitters betting. And then we've got the Instagram, which is Heavy Hitters Betting Podcast. It's exactly like it sounds. Heavy hitters, like you're going to hit something. And then betting podcast. couple big boys looking for a little bit of love here. Oh, fucking A. Uh, you know what? This has been fun. Uh, I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we got some big sports sporting events coming up. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun to sit here and break down some stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll be all over the social media. So... Uh, yeah, don't be afraid to follow those accounts. I think yeah. it's uh, we'll be all over it. Yeah. So you know what, and and follow those accounts because we will throw up some last minute stuff that we probably don't talk about on here. You know, there's all, it, this is sports recovered. That there's last minute changes all the time. So if you want to get the most up to date our thoughts about certain things, it's going to be on those platforms. Um, you know what, I think we're just looking forward to having some fun with this. Yeah, and like you just mentioned. Uh, like we're recording this right now and you know, there's games on the weekend here that we, uh, we might not pick up some stuff until later on. So, uh, yeah, go follow these accounts. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be on the ball here live and play stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if we don't say it now, we might say it later on those accounts. So, uh, it'll be fun to come back next week and, you know, review some of the plays, uh, we, we made this week and, uh, see how we did. And yeah, like I said, a lot of a lot of games coming up, a lot of different leagues, a lot of different sports. So, um, no, this should be fun. I can't wait to do this again next week. Fucking a Stapes, this has been a pleasure. T man, I can't wait for next week. Let's All do it. All right, let's cue the outro. Boom. <laughs>